the Lux Ops Here podcast, AFC West preview edition with Justin Decker is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. That's right, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code LSH for a 50% deposit bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. So that's up to $500 in free cash that you can get betting on these AFC prop bets, season win totals, and all the other good stuff we're going to get into. Decker, how you doing, buddy? What's up, my man? Good to be here, Bowles. Good to see you, man. I'm stoked, man. Yeah, so am ready. I. I'm ready for football. I am. Fucking... Padres are tailing off a little bit. Things aren't going well. I have so them like over 93 and a half wins. You think they hit that? Mm, I think, I think they're good for 91. But yeah. I think they need 93 to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think well, you need 93 to make the playoffs. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for 95, man. I, I want to clear that by a couple. You know, I want to feel like a good guy. Yeah, um, so, yeah, we'll be doing some win totals here. Uh, AFC West, though, let's just do, do some recent history of it. It's been the Chiefs uh, doing their best because it's kind of funny when you think about it. Like, the other three teams are kind of white-centric theme names. So, <laughs> are the the Chiefs trying to retake uh, white America from the rest of the division? Because, like... Yeah, the Broncos, right. that's definite that's indefinite honky shit right there, right? Yeah, I guess I never thought of it that way. Raiders no. are based on Viking Raiders, which are fucking yeah. which are uh Nordic uh white supremacists. Um <laughs> and yeah and the Chargers. I, I just mean, want to get in and Chargers, uh, uh what I don't know, they're fucking, their first quarterback was Jack Kemp. No, they're Vice their energy. nominee Jack Kemp. Yeah, yeah, fuck Jack Kemp, but I'm I'm saying more <laughs> they're more the Chargers represent energy and power yes. plants and big corporate power and, <laughs> and all kinds of other awful, evil shit. You know, I had a couple beers during the Sean Green uh, NFC East I recorded earlier this evening, and oh, yeah. I have a slow sip, but I realize right now I did not sober up quite enough, so I'm coming out hot here with some takes on. No, man, come out hot, and I think the. Um, I'm, I'm giving the... you a reason why all three of the other teams besides the Chiefs are rooted in white supremacy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I think that's and, fair. And is that why the Chiefs have dominated <laughs> the division the last few years, or is it probably? Is it Andy Reid? Um, really, maybe the best coach in the NFL right now. Dude, I knew for some reason I knew that when his son like killed that guy in a drunk driving accident right before the Super Bowl, I was like, "This is over. Super Bowl is not going that way." <laughs> I just knew it. Just bad vibes, dude. Yeah, it's like the other just time. Fucking. It's bad like the vibes. year they went to the Super Bowl when he was with the Eagles when his son OD'd in the fucking training camp complex and died. Bad yeah. vibes. But no, that was tragic magic, dude. They rode that to a conference championship. See, sometimes it goes it goes either way. You never you gotta, know. You got to think about. Know. See, here's the thing: but he was a coach, though. He was a coach. He was on the team as a coach. Hey, but for the Chiefs. Yeah, and he killed someone. Like if yeah. he would have died, you got tragic magic in your favor. You kill right. someone. And it's not looking <laughs> it's so the other good. way. It's the other kind of tragic. <laughs> we got to think of something alliterative that's like, uh, like catastrophic, whatever. I can't. Uh, demon se- like yeah. demon semen like i'm just trying to like spitball <laughs> that's like, good enough that's like, good enough for now demon semen it doesn't quite make sense but it in a second i already love it where it's like so. yeah man he killed someone right before the fucking super bowl so hence the team got 
fucking curse with the demon semen and they lost. Like Yeah, it's perfect, dude. You have to use, you have to be able to use it in a sentence like a, right a de- yeah a demon <laughs> so you're yeah, a, a lifelong um, San Diego Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego via Carson um, experience yeah. fan well first first game I ever went to was versus the Seahawks that the was back Seahawks when the Seahawks in 1992 and that's back when the Seahawks were in the OG AFC West that's right that's right yeah, yeah so, man. So that that team, I think, was the year that they started zero and four, and made the playoffs, finished eleven and five. Wow! At, at the time, they were the only team to do that. Not sure it's been done since. Now, as a Chargers fan, uh, yeah, because they, I think you just encapsulated right there. They are frustrating to watch because they will go five and zero to five and five real quick, or zero and five to five and five real quick. The last seven years have been a statistical anomaly amazingly unlike yeah and you you've been tracking this so give uh, the listeners because like, like we're just going to lean into the chargers up top here normally i when i have a guest on i let them do their team at the end it's but let's just lean because uh, amazing it's kind of amazing okay so uh, explain what the, the statistical anomaly of the chargers luck is because it really comes down to luck basically right like it's crazy well, if you just go back to last year, they had a three-touchdown league on the Super Bowl champion Bucks in Tampa Bay, lost. Then they had a 24-point lead, I believe, against the Saints and Drew Brees in New Orleans and lost. They continually, each year. Now, is have, this why those two teams were like elite playoff teams last year? Because they can come back from those kind of deficits and win? Or or well, is it just like Chargers have horrible like or are they just I don't know what it is the cursed franchise because okay we've talked about this before with the Chargers yeah. over the years that the ninety the curse of the ninety four Chargers is one, yeah. literally one of the most insane things you'll ever hear like it's bizarre um, one guy died in a plane crash okay so there's been a lot of deaths associated with the team there's been some overdoses yeah. there's been a couple yeah. suicides that have been well publicized R I P Junior Seau. Um, but the, the one got struck by lightning. Yeah, that's the one that charges. Yeah, that's the, the one that blows my mind. Like, <laughs> there's the plane crash guy, and then the guy that got struck by lightning. Like yeah. a guy who wore a lightning bolt on his helmet for a living. Yeah, got struck by lightning and died. On um, their only time, they went to the Super Bowl. And I'll say this: with the Chargers last yeah. couple of years, dumb like injuries have really plagued them. But injuries, I think, going forward, uh, I mean, I mean. At least in the term of the future of the Chargers, I think injuries worked in their favor last year when that trainer punctured fucking Tyrod Taylor's lung. Oh, yeah, that's threw, right. That's some good threw, luck. Threw Justin Herbert yeah. into early action, and it turns out this guy's a legit fucking ace. And yeah. I was wrong about him. He had the best rookie season. I told you going in I mean, when they arguably. drafted I told you when they drafted him, it was a great pick. Yeah, and I didn't agree because we watched him in college. We did. Season ticket holders. But Oregon didn't. Mario UCLA. Cristobal did not know how to use him at Oregon. And that's the thing. And he had, but he had good numbers at Oregon. I mean, he he was he had this spread offense that was not an NFL offense. And I just thought he's running he's running first. He's throwing deep bombs. He's not going to work for an NFL offense, dude. He just went right in his first game. He almost beat the Chiefs. They were yeah. up twenty to seventeen and missed a field goal late that would have uh, sent it into overtime. No, they went into overtime. He missed a field goal in overtime. Now, I, I, I advise this to the listeners. of When you're watching college football, if you really want to know who's going to be a fucking good NFL prospect at quarterback, watch the guys. Like First off, I, I, I usually like my guys to have like at least 15 to 20 career starts. 
Like I, I think they need to be a little battle tested, um, especially if they're coming from a smaller school. They need to have a good, like they need to have reps. Don't tell that to the Niners. But uh, what I really like is a, uh, a guy that can hit the fifteen yard out consistently and just pop it. Yeah. If you can do that, you can succeed in the NFL because that's basically one of the he hardest ones to do. Throw, yeah. yeah, that's one of the hardest ones to do. If you can consistently knock that out of the park, it's not about making that big downfield one. It's not about doing those quick checkdowns. Everybody can do those. It's about that 15-yard out when it's tough and, you know, their best defenders on your best receiver and can you get them on that outside, out, you know, for the first down kind of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Herbert's got that. Man. And he he's, can do he's, that. He's one of those guys, he's just not phase. He has that personality. He's just like a fucking serial. No, it's like Mahomes, too. Like, they have that swag, yeah. dude. Like, those guys yeah. can come in and fucking slang it, dude. Yeah. Speaking of guys who can sling it, I don't know if you watched the Hall of Fame game last night, but Josh Dobbs for the Steelers is making a case to bump Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph off the roster. I really like he looked good. Really? Okay. Yeah, I only saw I kind of tuned out a, a little where I, I did my first draft team lineup. Oh, so even fucking preseason, I was so stoked. I had Haskins. <laughs> Haskins looked okay. He put up uh, you know, some decent numbers. I'm on but my... I didn't I didn't really see much of Hobbs. I only saw maybe a few series. I'm trying to do uh twenty five dollar best balls in FFPC this year, in addition to the thirty five dollar best balls I have and the, the football guys championship one I have. And in the five dollar one, I, I think I'm up to in my eleventh draft now. So I got nine more to go before the season. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a so nice, man. But so okay, so let's it's get coming. let's get into the uh, AFC West here. Let's be, do it. Besides Chargers, uh, I got coming in last place. All right, the Denver Broncos. Um, I'm not. I like Teddy Bridgewater. I'm a Teddy Bridgewater supporter. I'm a fan. Uh, I think a great Teddy. I, I, I'll say this too. I really believe in Javante Williams. The fact that Denver traded up to get him. I think there's but I I have a small I have a small bet on him at twenty to one to win offensive rookie of the year. Yeah, he is he was the best pick in the AFC or one of the best picks in the AFC West of all the draft class. I watched yeah. a few North Carolina, North Carolina games. He's good. Man. I watched a few North yeah. Carolina games last year, and man, he he is electric. He can play yeah. and in that offense. Like, and I I like the weapons they have. I really like like in terms of fantasy, I love Cortland Sutton. Uh, I have him in a lot of lineups. I'm not so sure on Jerry Judy quite yet, but I like Jerry Judy. I like Noah Fant, too. I have him in a few lineups. But overall, I really like – I have Javante Williams in several lineups, and I have him to win Rookie of the Year in a small bet because I also yeah. have Zach Wilson Rookie of the Year bet. But I, I just – dude, you don't trade up to get running backs in the early second round unless you're going to fucking ride them right away. Yeah, and he is a good spot as a rookie because they have a workhorse in in Gordon – but he's in the last year of his contract, and honestly, I don't think yeah. that I, I don't think the front office or the coaching staff is sold on him. I don't think they like him. Yeah, I you think... know, you know, the Broncos have actually one of the maybe one of the top rosters, but it's just the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I think Bridgewater may end up starting most of the game. I think Bridgewater is the better their one. Their defense is so good. I think they're gonna they they could be competitive for a while. Yeah, healthy Von Miller coming back. Um, oh, and they they picked up two corners. I think they picked up. Uh, yeah, they oh, did, they, dude. They picked yeah. up. They picked up uh, Patrick uh, and, and uh, Patrick Sertain Jr. And they drafted. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I, dude, I like what they could fucking do defensively. Like they were smart. They loaded up on on secondary this off season because that's how they're, they're going to be compete with the Chiefs is defensively. 
They have an elite yeah. pass rush already with Von Miller in there. So if you have that's the, what that's what the Raiders did too. If you have those playmakers they, they on the Casey back Hayward. end, yeah, you get those playmakers yeah. on the back end, you can really really do some damage. Now, one thing that yeah, like I think the Broncos kind of want to go with Drew Locke. I. I and yeah, I think that's gonna, I think that's going to cost, and I think that's and why that's going to cost them their season. Yep, if they get off to a horrible start, two and four, two and five, and then fucking Bridgewater fucking makes them a fucking uh, five hundred nine and eight team, that, eight that nine, yeah, like nine and eight, eight nine on the rest yeah. of the year, and then you don't get the good draft pick. I, I always believe that if you're going to suck, fucking suck. <laughs> like, yeah, it's weird. It's it'll be interesting in the seventeen game season though. The AFC West has right. uh, an easy schedule against the the East. So I'm, I'm sure at, you already talked about. That. I'm looking at William Hill right now, and they got him at eight and a half. The Broncos? Yeah. Oh, so I think I already go under. The, I already went under. Under is at plus one twenty there. So we want to get some juice on that. I I'm going under. You, you, you yeah, plus minus one forty over. What are we missing here? Why is it so heavy on the over for the odds? What are we, it's because what are, they're they're Ross, they're loaded. They've chugged, they do they, they and Von have, Miller, they're loaded. And they have um, a and you know what? They, I think they have a very serviceable O line. Drew Luck, I don't is not the quarterback. He's not no. the guy. I can already tell. But if they start him we now, it's it's up to Drew. It's it's up to Bridgewater, but he's not the future. So it's it's hard to say. It's a very unpredictable. But they're not a playoff team anyway, so it's a very unpredictable. Now, do you think total. in the very. the best situation that the season win total breaks for them at ten wins ever? Do you think that there's a do situation? They go 10 and do you think there's a situation where they can go ten and seven? I, I, yeah, I think they I think they could because I think they're playing. If I I, I can look up their schedule. I think like, well, but what would yeah? Look at the schedule. Well, what with would that schedule? But like, think about it like this: like, if we're looking at this over under at eight and a half, and they're and it's so hard, heavily juiced at over eight and a half, that means there has to be at least like a thirty percent chance it goes over. It's ten, right? You know, like it easily clears that eight and a half if the yeah. juice is so heavy there. They I, could win two games against the AFC West. Uh, three against the AFC East. Um, yeah, and then they could beat the the bad team. I don't know who they play. We can look up their schedule. Who they play in the NFC, other than AFC, AFC East or the NFC East? I'm just not. I'm but not quite. Seeing it's it. just so unpredictable. I'd stay away from it almost. Well, I, I think at eight under. and a half with plus one twenty, I, I kind of like that, dude. I might, I might take that. Uh, I'm gonna put a little star next to that. I might take that. I kind of put a lot of bets on the last episode with Sean, so there's not quite as much as this didn't count. I just put twenty <laughs> bucks in it. Um, I'm just doing. I'm going to stick with my guns because I don't know if you want to. I already. I have them going six and eleven, improving on last year. All right. I got like. Uh, six... It's just a tough division. All right. So. All right. I have them going six and eleven, which is an improvement. That is an improvement, and like okay, like I said, okay. So if you got them at six and eleven, that's what I'm saying. Dude, how many ways is a break where they're, they hit over eight and a half? What would it take for you to bet them over eight and a half at minus 140? Like, does no. that make sense at no. all in any universe? No, I'm not. So, we're, no. so you and I are both on the under with this one. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Drew Locke's going to start too many games for them. And He's if, not Reg, the if Bridgewater Drew, Drew starts the whole the fucking season, I think tell. they. Bridgewater starts the whole season. I think they got a shot at ten wins. 
They're a nine and eight. They're a nine and eight team or ten and seven with Bridgewater starting all the games. But it's a tough division. But he's not the guy. This not, is a quarterback the league. He's not the guy to win a Super Bowl. Is They're going to try to give Locke a shot. And, and you know, I like Drew Locke coming out of Missouri, and I'm rooting for him. I hope he has the best. Okay. So the next team. They on have the an, list. They're going to start Locke, I guarantee you this, because they have an easy first three games. Now, the next. They got team. New York, Jacksonville, and New York Jets. Now, do you want to believe something here? Yeah. Next up on our list is the Las Vegas Raiders of Oakland via Los Angeles mm-hmm. via Oakland. Okay. And guess what? They're sitting at a city pretty eight right now. Ooh. Eight. And plus 125 on the over, minus 145 on the under. Um, I'll say this, dude. I learned something about betting hockey here. Fade the Golden Knights as much as you can because there's so much local action comes in on them that the odds are always way juiced to to bring in action on the other way. And so if you just kind of blindly fade them for a while, you'll hit on enough plus 280s that it really makes it worth your yeah. while. And this is kind of a new phenomenon. Yeah. I mean, so, but, they, but, there's no teams there. until. And we... people have asked me, uh, do you think that like local Vegas action is going to affect the lines on the Raider games? And I said no. Because NHL isn't gambled on so much. So if there's heavy local action coming in on the nights, um, the casinos adjust accordingly. But with the Raiders and the NFL, there's so much action coming in everywhere on everything there. You get true lines on the Raiders. So um, locally, they're saying this team's not going to do well. I, I, dude, I can see it breaking a couple of different ways for the Raiders. I could literally see them being 4-13. and 13. I could also see them being like like eleven and six, and kind of surprising people. It all depends on their defense because I think offensively they have enough weapons. Like adding Kenyon Drake, I have him in a few lineups. Uh, really like what he brings. They're already going to use him as a third down back, and he's a Josh Jacobs away. And even if Josh Jacobs is a full time running back one fantasy type, there, oh, I think Kenyon Drake uh, produces enough as like a slot receiver, or third down back. To, right. to to be worthwhile in and with, with with his checkdowns with Carr's checkdowns he he's a, he's has a low average he throws a lot of short passes but the guy he'll he'll, the, he'll get a lot the guy that this offense is really centered around really is Darren Waller the tight end and I have him in my yeah. big football guys championship I've talked about him at length man this guy is an absolute beast and you know he's gonna get a bulk of the touches now I also I have Kenyon Drake and and him and. My brother, this is the one my brother and I have, and my brother kept saying, "We got to draft your Vegas Raiders," which cracked me up, but because uh, he knows how much I hate the Raiders. But um, like, dude, can you? We have Waller, Drake, and Henry Ruggs. Ruggs could be that. Re- you know, there, there's often a big step for receivers in the second year. He could be that receiver that takes the big leap because they need someone to catch the ball besides the tight end, and he could be that deep threat receiver that really fucking knocks it out for fantasy owners this year. Like, so the fact that the Raiders play in a dome, I like them. Uh, I, and I think the most Raiders move of all time would be if Derek Carr struggles the first few weeks and they signed to Sean Watson. <laughs> yeah, man, that'd be great. That would be hilarious. I think Ruggs is good too. He had that game winning catch against the jets, I believe last year. Didn't he have a case of the drops though? Is he a little bit, but like you know, a lot of guys do that year one, you yeah. know, and and that's something that can be worked on. Uh, yeah, 
Whereas, like, dude, if you're getting open consistently, well, that's something that <laughs> you can't teach. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, the Raiders did improve. Uh, I think they had a good draft, which is hilarious because they always have a They always fuck draft. it up, yeah. It's almost hilarious, but I think they had a decent draft. They got an offensive lineman. They added to their secondary, just like the Broncos. They had well, Casey that's a, Hayward, that's who a... I know still has more in the tank. I like, and, um, I Carl like, Joseph. uh, they added a receiver too. What was it? John Brown, I think it was. Or someone. Mm, I'm not sure who they added. I at. think they added John Brown yeah. from the Bills. Um, they add, who added Tajay Sharp? But I've always thought that he has more of a ceiling. Yeah, what, they, they added John Brown. Yeah, so I, with Brown, Ruggs, Waller at tight end, and then the Jacobs and Drake backfield, I like the pieces around Carr, and I really like their old line. I think they can score a lot of points. It's just their defense has to do something. And like, like defense they, is real bad. But what's funny is they played Kansas City really tough. I don't know what the you know it's just a historic rivalry. I don't know what it is, but I'm almost willing to right now blindly bet them money line on a small play to beat KC here in Vegas. I think they just get up. I don't know. You know, I think they just get up. I don't right know. Now. I don't know. I, Raiders, I, I think they're just going to They beat KC game. last year in KC as like a 17-point underdog. And that's why I say that. Like, I oh, think yeah, they can yeah. get up and beat them, dude. Like, I also don't think Carr is a winner. and that, Because if you look at his numbers, his numbers look okay. They do, the but it's usually not, because the reason he's getting... not a winner is because he throws too many passes and his yards per um, attempt is so low that the longer a drive is, the longer it, it allows for a mistake. What's the uh, AOTA or whatever, and, the average uh, target, uh, average, no, A, A dot, average depth of target. So it's I'm like. Not st- I'm still not into that 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 stat. I, I think those those kind of stats are overrated. So I still just go by let's yards. Like to, I'll explain it to the audience real quick. Yeah, go A dot, average depth of target means like uh, how often, like, where do you how how far are you throwing downfield each play? So like when you check down to the running back in the backfield, that'd be like negative three yards depth of target oh, versus yeah, yeah. like a when you're throwing a bomb downfield to a guy thirty five yards depth of target or whatever. So like how like and yeah, you know he and he doesn't hold up to that metric. And I do think there's something no. to that metric for fantasy. It, Maybe not for a winning I think so. game. Yeah, maybe it's just I haven't figured it out yet. But That's I do enough. think if you're a Darren Waller uh, owner in fantasy, you almost kind of want to stack him with Derek Carr late. Yeah. I, I mean, didn't do that in my if, big one. If you're doing a draft, how many tight ends are there other than um, Kelsey, Waller, in the AFC at least? The, um, those two are on a, on a different level than everybody else. And that's the thing. is This is the tight end conference, basically, because of that. Yeah. The two best are in the game, and those guys are way better than everybody else. Not even close. And then the next year, you have like Kittle, Hawkinson, uh, Mark Andrews. I would, you know, put right but there. But after Kittle, Kittle, yeah, it's, Kittle and Mark Andrews. The same for two Kittle and Mark years. Andrews wanna, are kind of kind of right yeah, there together. Yeah, you want to get three of those. One yeah. of those three. And uh, dude, no, I would rather have Andrews and Kittle at this point because Andrews scores touchdowns. Really? Kittle oh, only, just, Kittle only has Kittle like fourteen injured. career touchdowns. He gets oh. a lot of targets. He blows dudes up downfield and blocks. He's got great highlights, yeah. and it's fun to root for him. But you know, I don't know. Okay, so you're putting him in the second tier. Okay, interesting. I can see that. I, I would yeah, put. No, you I almost put, want one of those two tight ends. I would put Kittle as the tight end four, after Andrews yeah. and Hawkinson's right there. 
because we know Jared Goff's a t- checkdown king in Detroit. And I've had success the last two years. I made it a point to get Kelsey earlier than he probably deserved to go, and he takes me to the playoff both years and pretty far. Yeah, no, Kelsey. Kelsey's a top three pick, right? Average top three pick in uh, FFPC right now. I'm going to try to take him earlier again. How many FFPC lineups do you have? You've done some best balls, right? No, I'm only doing one. I'm only doing one. Are you doing a football guys or? But hey, I'll do one more. No, no. Oh, the. Oh no, I'm talking which guys. Me and my brother did the $350 football guys. Then we I have a few of the $35 uh basketballs and I have a shit I don't know, but get me in on a 30 get me in on a dude, 35. Dude, no, get in on the $5 best balls with me. Okay. Those are Let's fun, dude, cuz it's uh 12 okay. teams and winner take all for 50 bucks. Oh, dude, good. they rule. Um Okay. But here's the thing. Uh like when you're looking at like the tight end position, if you don't get those top two, I feel just wait and get like a bunch of like random dudes like Tanya oh, yeah. and Gronk and all these guys like late. Even Jared Cook with the, yeah, the yeah. Chargers. He's their only tight receiving tight end. I would even take a flyer on Donald Parham in the eighteenth round. You know, because yeah. like because it's just like it's six foot eight. It's a yeah, and it's a touchdown dependent position. And so yeah. he could score six touchdowns this season. And if he if he does it if he spreads it out right, you could really hit at that position with him. And you yeah. didn't and so like but no, Waller, we got in the in our football guys draft, we got him at tenth. He's now averaging at seventh. So and I'm seeing him go mm. as high as third or fourth, where him and Kelsey are going like two three after McCaffrey, which is insane that people are starting to catch on to that. And so me and my I, I feel like so confident about that lineup because also in that draft one dude took uh, only one quarterback for his team, and guess who it was? Carson Wentz. Mm. Okay, and he did. You're, but you're, the point of what you're saying is he did well, just because he drafted the other positions well. No, he, he has, the rest of his team sucks too. And, he <laughs> okay. only, and, he, and his only quarterback was Carson Wentz. The guy, fucking, okay. there's some real bloats in there, is what I'm saying. Like, I feel very. Dude, we easily have the best team in this league. Waller had 107 catches. My God. Yeah, dude. So just count and on FFPC, again, it's tight end premium scoring, so it's 1.5 points per catch. So, yeah. dude, this guy's a monster. You may just want to get one of those. Inject, like... inject Darren Waller in my veins for fantasy this year. Straight up. Dude. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. So is that I a... have the Raiders going 8 and 9. Yeah, that seems about right. And, they... the, and, and the over-under is at 8. I, I, yeah. I, I feel good about that. I, I like I said, I think they can go anywhere from what four and thirteen to like eleven and fucking six. So yeah, eight is like the I think the exact middle. Like, and you, you never know with Derek Carr. He cried during. I definitely. You know what I mean? Like you never know about this. Team. I would definitely stay away from this team. Uh, just betting wise, uh, I would only t- touch them in fantasy, which I've already yeah. I already have big time. But I just don't trust this defense enough to like close out close games. I don't know yeah, if they're going to they make. They have an easy home schedule. Man. Like, they dude, if it's one of those schedule. games where they're like, like, let's say they're playing the Chargers or Chiefs, where uh, they're down, they're up ten, let's say, right? They're up thirteen with ten minutes left, and the other team's driving. Can they can they get two stops, you know, to close the game yeah. out? And I, I don't think so. And I do think John Green is a great coach offensively, but just I don't know about what they're doing defensively. And so, yeah, I, I'm I'm selling on the Raiders. 
except for fantasy. So we've talked about yep. that enough. Eight and nine. Let's get into the Chiefs here, dude. Okay, let's do it. Because, as you know, their settlements uh, have finally been liberated from the white man. Um, they eliminated one of their mascots, if I remember. Well, you know, they, they looked over at the Washington football team, and they were like, we can't exactly call the kettle black in this situation. we gotta be, yeah. we got to be proactive. At least they didn't change their name to the fucking Guardians. Dude, I like. am I the only one who likes the Guardians? I like the spiders logo. was right there. They used to be the Cleveland oh. spiders back in the day Yeah, with the yeah. sick logo where it's the C with the good. spider web in the C. That's a fucking tight hat, bro. I would buy okay. that tomorrow. I like that, but that's bad juju because the Cleveland spiders were the, the worst team in baseball history. Well, you can turn that last... around. <laughs> no, man, I do. I like the guard. I like their Judas priest style fucking logo. I like that it makes sense. What are they city. fucking guarding? What's Cleveland guarding? They're fucking guarding. I get it if they were like a coastal city where like they're, they're protecting us from an invasion abroad. But they're fucking, oh, we're going to protect Lake Erie. From catching on fire. Yeah. yeah. Lake oh, yeah, Erie we got to protect the Cuyahoga <laughs> River from that Randy <laughs> Newman song. <laughs> yeah, man, you know. You uh, that that veered off the Chiefs fucking, real quick. <laughs> uh, it's... it's Indiana, these Hoosiers from coming. I don't know what they guard. Who knows? Yeah, they're guarding from the Hoosiers. Okay. <laughs> and, and upstate New Yorkers coming in to fucking uh, yeah. uh, steal their labor. I don't, dude. <laughs> okay, the Chiefs are uh, legit. Chiefs. I mentioned earlier, I think Andy Reid, probably the best coach going right now. Um, He's one with so many different guys. Like, he's in one, so many different ways. If you go back and look at what he did as an assistant, as coordinator for the Packers with Brett Favre, compared to what he did with the Eagles as head coach with Donovan McNabb, to even what he did uh, with uh, what's Alex Smith in uh, Kansas City before Patrick Mahomes got there. I mean, dude, the guy has done nothing but win games with four like, and like and and make. If you're a quarterback, you want him as his. Coach. And all those guys are good. I'm not taking anything away from him, but he made all those guys better. Every, every time he yeah. was around a quarterback, they had their best seasons with Andy Reid. Yeah, and I think well, I, how, I don't know how many seasons Donovan McNabb played with anybody else. I don't know that he had a couple of years in Washington. He, he bounced. Yeah, out. you want to look up Pro Football Reference right now? You're 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 firing all on all cylinders with that keyboard. Yeah, man, let's do it. But Alex Smith, I mean, yeah, Alex Smith. And Andy Alex Reed was Alex Smith had that amazing and year. Unstoppable. Alex, I feel like Alex Smith always kind of got a raw deal in San Francisco. Because he was there during the, some of their shittiest seasons as a franchise when they, their front office and their coaching staffs were a mess. And the second they got some continuity in there, he won right away with Harbaugh. Took them, and they lost to the Giants in this conference championship game. But the next year, yeah. he got hurt halfway through the He was on fire even doing even a better year. And then he got hurt, and Kaepernick took over. And Kaepernick was on that rate, wave of like running quarterbacks that kind of took the NFL. Yeah, that, like, it, was, it was that year where read op, everybody was doing read option out of nowhere, and no yeah. one could stop it. So they ran with that, and they, they he got them to the Super Bowl. So it's like you couldn't argue, you could argue it both ways, like both of them. Yeah. And 49ers got a shit. almost won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and dude, yeah, I mean, yeah. it worked out both ways because 49ers got a fucking shitload of draft picks from the Chiefs, ended up going back to the conference championship the next year. But long-term, Chiefs won that because they were able to build the framework around Alex Smith 
that it takes to like really make a quarterback look good. And then when you get an elite talent like Mahomes a couple years later, now it's cooking. And that, that's what we've seen, dude. They they gone to the last. They won the last two AFC championships. They won one Super Bowl. Um, I can More see of the same this year. Yeah, I, I mean, I there's a reason why one, they're one of the favorites for the Super Bowl this year, dude. Like, yeah, uh, their defense is good enough. Their defense is built for the playoffs. What I mean is they're built for the good quarterbacks. They're they're risk taking. They're gonna give up a lot of yardage in the regular season, but their defense is built for the playoffs. Their offense is just going to be more of the same. And they overhauled I mean, their old line. You know, they realized like people were getting at Mahomes last year. He had a they got an all pro Orlando an, Brown. Yeah, he had an ankle injury. They went out and got Orlando Brown. That's what I was just going to say, like, dude, that's yeah, that's a big time, that's a big time pickup for them. That was worth drinking the draft. Pick. And that was they, and that was they needed to do that. You protect him, he can do it with any receiver. He could, he'll if if their receivers get injured, McCole Hardman. It will catch ninety I'll tell you what, catches that, for a thousand yards. I do think that, that Orlando Brown pickup could be the difference between them uh, winning a Super Bowl and not winning a Super Bowl this year. Just keeping that, like yeah. keeping an elite rusher off Mahomes that much longer during a big game, you know. And Mahomes was running around like something. He he had yeah, and I don't think that's going to be the case this year. I think he's going to be able yeah. to set back more. Um, I kind of like Mahomes rushing props this year. I don't know what they are. Yeah, at. I don't I think know what they're it, at, it, but like, it he, was under last year because he was injured. Yeah, you, you have to remember he ran in the playoffs when it mattered. He ran. He, we know he yeah. can run, so I agree with you. I, I think it could be lower based on what he did last year. Uh, I like that. And too. with the better line, I, I don't know. Like when he does have to play, like okay, for example, Denver has very good coverage. I can see him carving mm-hmm. him up them up on scrambles. And they're, and they're like he, he runs for like a hundred is like just running fast guys. Yeah. yeah he, he, where he yeah, runs for like 150 yards against Denver in those two games this year. I can see that. Like that, that would not surprise me at all. Like, like and uh, yeah. I, I, I do have him in a little bit of best ball. Um, it's hard to get him. I'm doing one draft right now. I'm kind of in the middle of it. I took tight. I had the 12th pick. So I had the swing. So I took Tyreek Hill and Edward, Edward Solaire. So I was thinking, all right, when it, it's going to flip back to me in the third and fourth, and I'll take Mahomes on that swing. And on the other swing, on the second and third the other way, the guy with the first pick took Mahomes. Like, like with a, in the, like I believe, the second round or third round. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it doesn't matter at that point. But, yeah, yeah, so I wasn't able to do that sack that way the way I wanted because I think that would have been a really fun sack. But, hey, I, I don't mind that sideways sack of Hill and Edwards layer and that. I do yeah. think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a really yeah. good fantasy pick this year because he's going in the second round of most of these drafts. And, uh, dude, running backs on the best offense in the league tend to score well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they do. And I don't even think that – I don't even think that Mahomes is a guy to go after this year. Because no, we've I'm, never I'm seen all, a 17-game season. I'm all over Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, like those guys. Yeah, and if I Mahomes don't, is not a guy to go after. And if it's he not a good spot like for me, three games in this, he may have like three games where they have already locked up the number one seed or the number two seed. You well, know what I mean, like, yeah, and if it's not a good spot for me with those other guys, I just if I don't get like one of those three or four rushing quarterbacks I really like, then I just wait and I'll get like Tannehill and like Tom Brady and yeah. like you know guys like that late. 
and build weird sacks. You, you could build a Zach Wilson with the Jets, like top receivers <laughs> sack in best ball, 12th round and later. Like where you start getting decent guys, like you start getting either one receiver, three receiver, number one running back, quarterback. You can get all those guys like do it. So I've done a few late jet stacks because I think they're going to kind of surprise <laughs> some people. So, yeah, I think Joe Burrow is going to have a, a comeback year after his injury. I think ah, see, he, I'm, not buying, a, I'm not buying that. He's you know, kind of you know a why? running quarterback, too. I'm not buying that. But because he's kind of a running quarterback. I, the, think he is. I, I know that big hype's on. Oh, he's getting reunited with his college receiver and Jamar Chase. They were already pretty good at receiver with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Uh, and then you bring in, uh, like, dude, Penny Sewell is sitting right there for him from Oregon, the O-lineman. They needed to, dude, when you have an elite fucking quarterback, what do we say about Mahomes just two two minutes ago? You, you need to protect your elite quarterback. The Chiefs get that where they go out and trade for Orlando Brown. The fucking Bengals don't get that where fucking Burrow gets hurt because of that shit. And they go out and draft the third receiver instead of an, the best lineman on the board, the elite lineman that could protect him for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's a fucking dumbass move, dude. It's a dumbass move. Seems like a dumbass move. Yeah, it's going to come back to buy him. I think the hey, what, what, what? The Lions end up drafting him to fucking protect Jared Goff. It makes no sense, dude. <laughs> <laughs> None of it makes sense, dude. Jared Goff, man, what a raw deal he got, huh? Okay, so any props, <laughs> any props you want to deep dive into on this division? Well, are we going? Uh, we haven't talked about the Chargers yet, but I would. Okay, say... we kind of opened up with them. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, let's go. Let's go deep dive into Chargers. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, Justin I Herbert, was... I got something for you. I'm gonna go t- full truther on you right now. Whoa. He's actually a French Canadian named Justin Hebert, <laughs> and he, yeah, doesn't, he I mean, doesn't want anyone to know that. And he's been hiding. It. He's been living in the. He's a closeted French Canadian. I don't care what he is. If he throws for 4,000 yards and whatever, 30-plus touchdowns. I, I don't mind him. <laughs> I don't mind him for MVP this year. You would take a long shot for MVP? On him, yeah, for five, like five, ten bucks. Wow. Fuck yeah. I'm worried about the sophomore slump. There's something to that. Where they kind of review film and figure out what he's doing. But not he for, tends to roll out to his Not right for line. elite talent quarterbacks. Look at Dan Marino, dude. His yeah. se- his second year, he threw for five thousand yards. For first guy to do it, <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, but I would take for as far as props, I would say Keenan Allen over in all the categories. Well, like, well just everything over touchdowns. Over he has a, he has problem playing a full season, but I mean he's still got over a hundred catches. I'm gonna in, do in it. three of the last four. I'm big on Keenan Allen too. I do have a fucking Herbert Eckler. Uh, and I miss Allen in that sec, but I do have a Herbert Eckler sec. I do have Allen in a bunch of lineups, but I do, do take Allen a pick before I was about to take him. Where I had it all lined up to get him all like, oh man. But I do have to, dude, I have a lot of fun. I have a lot of chargers in, in best ball. And I do well, think, think that, about it. Herbert had the best rookie season ever, and then he got better at offensive line. They drafted. Yeah. They're, uh, and they're healthy. He's going to be starting at left tackle. I think Mike Williams, dude, you can get him like 12th, 13th round in most drafts. Dude, yeah. the guy's an absolute dude. Like you're talking like, especially in best ball where all you need is a guy to have a couple of good weeks and he's worth drafting because you'll get that high score from him that, yeah. one, that week. Cause you get the highest score per player per position. Dude, and the funniest thing about the charges is they got two, uh, two, uh, Green Bay Packers starting 
offensive lineman, and that's why Aaron Rodgers was pissed. For some reason, they gave him up. They gave up Alaga, who's played there, and then uh, Corey Lindsley, Corey Lindsley, all pro. That's what so, kind dude, of yeah, so, Aaron Rodgers off. And that's only going to help so Herbert. The Chargers have a good offensive line. Now. And they, be, they, have a good they were so line. banged up with injuries last year. Yeah. Whereas, and hey, I but, think Pouncey, Pouncey retired, I think. Yeah, he did. I don't know. I think he, both yeah, Pouncey retired. I, I think he just retired. I think they retired to yeah, open up a bully academy. They should do around. We got to see something from them. Yeah, right. the Pouncey brothers. The Pouncey brothers. Into, Dude, the reality why show. Why not pro wrestling? Has ever has anyone ever gone from football to pro wrestling? Bill Goldberg, The Rock. Um, yeah, but not with an NFL career. But yeah, dude. I mean, you mean like a legit, like really good NFL <laughs> player? Yeah. The Pouncey Bros. Can you uh, I think imagine? Ed Two Tall Jones made a wrestling run for a while there. Okay. Okay, I love that. Um, love that reference. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you know, no, the Chargers, the Chargers. I'm a big fan of 1970s defensive linemen <laughs> that are six foot nine. Oh, man. Yeah. That played at an HBCU. So the only one, I mean, he's the only one who's ever yeah, six foot nine. I know, dude. Uh, <laughs> fucking Bubba Smith was around, was like six, seven, six, eight, six, nine, two. The guy mm-hmm. that played Hightower in the Police Academy movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> RIP to a legend. Oh, yeah, man. But I'll tell you what, as far as props, since we were talking about props, I would also say Josh Jacobs, consistent player. Oh, I would take under the AFC him. West. I, I no, you know, I take over. He's a he's a workhorse. OK, you know what? I'll bet you a steak dinner. Oh, oh yeah. At a, okay. at a steakhouse at one of the casinos out here in Vegas where okay. I have where I have players rewards. Let's face it. I'm not going <laughs> to spend too much on you if I lose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, but I have to. Okay. No, 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 no. It'll be the same. I'll, I'll, I'll come up with a list of like three spots. And actually, oh, okay. You know, if you really want, we could just do the fucking five dollars steak and eggs down at Arizona Charlie's at the the steak cafe. And eggs. Ooh, ooh, yeah. All right. So yeah, we'll we'll bet a Arizona Charlie's sourdough cafe five dollars steak and eggs dinner against each other or breakfast, whatever. Fuck it. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to take the under on Josh Jacobs, and I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm, I'm not on Josh Jacobs. Okay. I don't think that the John Gruden and the Raiders like him. I think they just don't what? like him. Why? Why wouldn't they like him? Well, they they twenty. I got twenty million reasons why. And Kenyon Drake, what? <laughs> who they signed in the office? Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, right. I understand he fills a different kind of role on the team. And, and there's room for both of them, and I've I've said that already for fantasy purposes. But I don't think they're quite sold on him. And I thought he was older. He's only 27. That's Josh Jacobs. Yeah, no, no. Kenny Drake, Drake is only 27. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I thought he was older. I think he's been around. No, I I think he could have a really big year for them. Yeah, I mean he. He almost had a thousand yards rushing. Uh, to me, okay, there's a few running backs I Ten like. Ten touchdowns, wow. Like yeah. I like Gus Edwards this year because the Ravens extended him by a couple years. And that means they plan on using mm-hmm. him. I like Javante Williams because the Broncos traded up to get him. That means they're gonna use him. You know, these kind yeah. of moves. Uh with Josh Jacobs, they didn't make any moves saying we're gonna use him more. They only made moves saying we're gonna use him less. So what's their, the off- their so, offensive line got better? Are we gonna Someone, do his over? Let's do the bet. Let's do the bet. Fuck it. All right, is it gonna be is over under rushing yards? Rushing yards. I would say in touchdowns. 
too. But how do you do a bet on two parts? Okay, so it steak, makes sense steak just to dinner do rushing and yards. cocktail lounge. Yeah, it makes sense just to do uh, rushing yards. Okay, so I what's think. the what's the over under on that? We got to look that up. But I I would say it's gonna be eleven hundred fifty. Oh really? I think, think it's gonna, gonna I think that? it's gonna be like nine fifty personally. But if you're gonna say if you're gonna I, give I'm, me, I'm not good at these yet because there's seven. If you're games. gonna give me under, there's seventeen games. There is now, seventeen so I games. Know. I know. I'm not good at the the, the season totals yet. Okay, you gotta look it up. I'll take under eleven fifty if you want to give me that. No, I'll and just there's do, an extra uh, game. There's an extra game. There's an you get an extra game. No, we let's go with the line. Let's go, William Hill. We oh, let's go. That. Okay, I don't think I don't know if William Hill. Has, okay, God damn it! I only got to look it up. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it blind to say fuck it. Let's go. All right, because I know the steakhouse. Actually, no, we're gonna go to the Suncoast Steakhouse, the my local casino. By I've taken you there. Oh, I've probably been there. Yeah, the one we went, the one we were at the. Is earthquake. that they the country the, bar? The one we were with the earthquake. Oh yeah. Remember, like so we were, weird. Justin and I were hanging out Everyone there, and an earthquake really hit, and people were like, "What?" And honestly, used to earthquakes we were sitting in the bar platform area where it's like plywood, basically platform, where it just felt like someone with heels was walking. It's but the lights were moving. It you could tell it was an you could tell it was an earthquake, but it just felt like someone with heels. There's something about Vegas where people are drunk and. Weird shit happens. No one. Needs See, to William Hill doesn't have a lot of player props right now. They're mostly team props. I can't so, find very many player props at all. Like, hey, you want a Matt Stafford versus Jared Goff passing yards prop? They got that. Uh, no, I want Matt Stafford. <laughs> you you want him in the sack or in the street? You want him in the sheets or in the streets? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, do you want to fuck him or do you want to have him fight for your heart? I'm gonna have him fight for my heart. I'd rather fuck him personally. <laughs> Just bend him over, give him a, give it to him Oz style. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not seeing their fucking prompts for that. Okay, uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs sucks. They won't even fucking list a bet for him. That's how bad he sucks. I'm telling you, dude, he's another overrated Alabama. I have a theory about these, like Alabama, these elite. Quarterbacks and running backs from a lot of these schools, like Reggie Bush, great example. Wait, he looked Kenyon amazing Drake, in college. Kenyon Drake went to Alabama. Yeah, dude, but he's a utility guy. Okay, got it. We have two Alabama running. I'm backs. saying Kenyon Drake's a great option because he's a good utility guy. He's going to probably fill a bigger role than people think. You're saying <laughs> fucking Josh Jacobs is a bell cow. There's a difference. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I am, I am. Yeah, I, I think Josh Jacobs is. No. It's going to be interesting. I think they're both going to get a lot of carries. I think Kenny Drake's going to get a lot of catches. I think Kenny Drake's going to get way more touches. catches and targets receiving wise. Yeah, let's see what he did last. And year. you know, John Gruden's going to want to throw the ball, I, dude. They only had. I'm not going to drink your Kool Aid on Josh Jacobs. I'll tell you that. He had 25 bro. catches last year. That's weird. Who? Drake. Receiving. 25 catches. Yeah, what? because they use Chase Edmonds mostly. Yeah. And, you know, so he was like the second receiving back. So that's good numbers for his fucking usage. Well, they're stacked at running back. Well, I don't know. Uh, who's the Chargers' new coach again? I can't even remember. Brandon Staley. 
I don't know if I like him at this point. I, I, I'm. He's the at Chargers hit, coaches have been so bad. He's at minus eight hundred so as well as Sean McDermott. They're both at minus eight hundred, and those are the two leaders for coach of the year. What? Yeah, right on William Hill right now. They're both at minus eight hundred. I don't get that. I don't. I, I mean, I took Sirianni. At, I took Sirianni at thirty to one. Well, I guess you got to kind of pick a guy who's not established. You got, dude, no. Me and kind of does well. You can't pick a guy for a good team. Me and Sean just you broke it down him. on the NFC East episode. Like, we did, we did deep dived it kind of pretty. But it's like, it's basically, it's only a few guys are really going to have a shot at it because you have to be in a position to be able to make a five to six win improvement. And it's usually guys in the first year that do that because that's the biggest, like, oh, that guy yeah, did a better okay. job coaching. I, I, okay. Because it's it. a first year guy, you know, like then it makes sense because the Chargers went seven and nine and they their their point differential was on the up and they lost close games and they blew out teams. So that makes sense. A lot yeah, so of if he comes in and wins twelve games, he's coach of the year. Or he doesn't make Anthony Lynn lost them three games by himself. <laughs> yeah, he was An- such a bad coach. Anthony Lynn could could literally some of the timeouts at the end of the game. He could lose to a pop so water bad. coach with like time management. Oh, it was so bad. And it was so disappointing. I liked him so much. And I said, what, what the fuck are you doing? No, but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So, no, I, I think like Sirianni, I think Staley's not a bad option, but like teams that are looking to take a, like they have the potential. The tough thing with Sirianni is I don't see a chance for him to win a division. I mean, uh, for Staley, is I don't see a chance for the Chargers to win a division championship over the Chiefs this year. Whereas I, I think they award the Eagles the could win the fucking NFC East. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I'm glad that the AFC West plays the NFC East. They're not a good division. But I got the Chiefs winning it. I got the Chargers second. I got the Raiders third. I got the Broncos fourth. That's exactly what I have. I have the Chargers. I don't know if they make the playoffs. I have them going. I think they're like an 11 and 16. But I, I've every single year, Bowser. I say they're going to be good, and they don't do well. I know. I've known so you for this year, long... I have to just say nine and eight. I've known you for I, a long time. I can't now. be wrong. To me. I can't be wrong six years in a row. I can't. So I'm going to say nine and eight, unless they prove to me that they can win. I'm going to say that they're nine and eight, and they missed the playoffs. What's their win total at again? What were we looking at? I would assume it's nine and a half or uh, nine. I don't think it's like the Raiders. The Raiders are at eight and a half. The Chargers should not be at eight. And a half. Now. I've uh, seen the, the I've seen the Chargers at nine and a half. I got a fun one for you. Do you think the Chargers are the best team in Los Angeles? Chargers are at nine, plus, under plus one ten. Yeah, nine and a half, nine. Nine yeah. over. You know, I'll take over nine because I, I I'm not gonna bet it, but minus one thirty over nine, it's not that bad of a play. But I don't Easy advise schedule. anyone to bet that. I don't. I don't. Yeah, because like, dude, they get four games against the Raiders and Broncos, where I think they they match up with them very well, and I think they can sneak one from the Chiefs. I do. Yeah, so if they're coming the out, of, if they're coming out of the division at five and one, yeah, this well, is a weird year too. You have to look at who they play last, like the the end of the schedule, because with seventeen games, the Charger, the Chiefs are going to have it wrapped up. So who plays? Oh, they, they, the Chargers play the Chiefs early in the season. So no luck there. Do, do you think Staley at eight to one is worth it for MB for Coach of the Year or? Do you think there's better value in guys like Sirianni at thirty to one, where the Eagles actually the way the you Eagles have a to me. the Eagles have a legit so, shot to win that division championship? When do they award Coach of the Year? 
it's for the regular season. It's for the regular season, but like before the wild card game. I think. Well, I think they vote before and they announce it like during the playoffs. Mm But it's based on what you do know. during the, the way you ex- the way you explained it. I was like, shit. I think that does make sense. Yeah, because I, I do feel like yeah. there's a f- like okay for like Stefan. I mean, you're right. I never thought of it. Stefanski for uh, Cleveland. So I was just talking about this with Sean. I'm going to keep diving into this on each episode now on these NFL ones because it really makes a lot of the guy that won that won it last year for the Browns. What does he have to do to repeat as coach of the year? Like he already improved the Browns by so much. How much more can he improve the Browns? And that's why Sean McDermott is tied with Staley right now at plus 800 on William Hill. So it's like, okay, well, Staley has a chance to take a fucking team and win a lot more games than they won last year. I never thought about betting on the coach of the year. That's a, no, it's a good, it's interesting. I never thought about it. But like McDermott. That's interesting. Like yeah. the Bills were a 13-3 and three team last year. So what has yeah. he got to do to win coach of the year this year? 15-2? and two? No. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> you know, like. They have to go undefeated. Yeah, so it's like, dude, <laughs> they have to go undefeated. I think there's or... guys in that like 15 to 30 to one range that actually have a shot to do it because they could potentially like look at the weaker divisions or look at divisions that are like an injury away, like the NFC North. Yeah. What about what about John Harbaugh if they get the number one seed? John, John Harbaugh, the, yeah, the old special teams coach from the Eagles. Oh, sorry. Did I... <laughs> you mean the, the John, the guy whose brother coaches a shitty Michigan team? That guy? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck the Harbaugh's. I'll say it right now. John here on Harbaugh. This show. Fuck Why the not? Harbaugh. The Harbaugh brothers are like a couple of dudes that sit around at the golf course stroking each other's dicks instead of I love Jim shaving strokes off their games. I love Jim Harbaugh, man. You're not going to convince me. I love Jim Harbaugh. Eh, <laughs> fuck the Harbaugh brothers, man. There are a couple of dingleberries, but hey, hey. he's a charger, and he started his coaching career That's at right. USC. A Not a lot of people know that. I do know. Guerrero. I do know that. And he won there. Then he went to Michigan and right, no. Then Michigan he went to Stanford. Oh yeah, sorry, Stanford. Yeah, absolutely. And then he went to the 49ers, and he went to Michigan. Michigan is where he did not. Win. I misspoke. Yeah. yeah, he went to his one, alma win, mater. Win, 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 he, he, then he goes to the Michigan. one place he couldn't win is the place he was expect really expected to win. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I misspoke. Yeah. Win, so the second win, the pressure win, got put on him, lose. he couldn't yeah. win. Yeah. Says a lot about a guy. It's true. Says a lot about okay. a guy when you can't do it in crunch time. You know, in my athletic okay. career, I always played well in crunch time. You know, I have water polo goals. Back in your water polo days. Yeah, dude. Or like even in like little league where I was the worst hitter on the team, but I had like uh, the, my three RBIs occurred in like key moments of key games, you know. Okay. Literally. That's how I get it done. All right. So here's what I got the Chargers. Yeah, I got the Chargers going nine and eight. Probably misses the playoffs. So you got them pushing on the wins all the way, basically. Yeah. So you're not yeah. you so you're not sold in a second year resurgence or a second year like step four for Herbert. You're saying a step back with the new coaching staff? I can't. I, I can't. I, I've six years I in a think row I've been wrong. Anthony Lynn is a ball six and years. chain. And if you take that ball and chain off a young QB such as Justin Herbert or a bad, as I like to say. Uh, I hope so. I think that he's in line for an even better season. I think he could fucking blow it away. I think he's worth a long shot MVP pick. Because, like, I do think there's a couple divisions that are one injury away to, like, keep quarterbacks. And that's 
the NFC North with Aaron Rodgers, AFC West with Mahomes, and the NFC South with Brady. Any of those guys get hurt and are out for a significant portion of time, those divisions change drastically very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Chargers may have a better overall team. Other than quarterback, the Vikings. The Chiefs. Oh, we'll get into this on the NFC. I'll get into this on the NFC North, but I think the Vikings could be a very sneaky play. <laughs> a fucking hammer. Except dude. for when Kirk Cousins gets COVID, and then it's fucking over. Yeah, you know. Well, <laughs> wasn't it funny when the Broncos? The Broncos finished five and eleven, and they played a game without a quarterback. Dude, what's funny is how the Washington that. football team drafted Kirk, so Kirk Cousins in like the third round in the same year they drafted RG three in the first round, and. And they ah. traded up to get RG3 years of draft picks where if they just would have held tight with Cousins, they would have been better off all around. Yeah, RG3 is an analyst now. So am I. I a... <laughs> 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 he and I have something in common. We're yeah. both not playing in the NFL and talking about football into a microphone for an oh, audience shit. of dozens. <laughs> that's great <laughs> wow he really didn't get a good gig there what is he doing like the, the mac dude i could i could probably what? i could probably get him on this show dude you want to hear something funny i followed like a low-level sopranos cast member on twitter and he immediately <laughs> followed me back and i realized there's so many people that were on the sopranos for like three episodes that only have like 200 followers on twitter and they'll all follow me back once like I... <laughs> so i'm trying to work my way into the sopranos universe <laughs> as quickly as I can. Oh hell yeah, man! Aren't they doing movies now? Yeah, yeah they got the many things in New York's coming out next month, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, they may be back. Who knows? Do we know. Yeah, know. Well, James Gandolfini's dead, so I can tell you that. Yeah, can't, yeah. All right, dude. Um, so I think that's our AFC West episode. Um, we're all we're on the same page. We're yeah. You right. and I are pretty locked up on Chiefs, this one. Chargers, Raiders. Broncos. And I'm not trying to suck your dick or anything. Uh, but yeah, like I, I think this is one of the easier divisions to call. Uh, yeah. And I can flip flop the Broncos and Char- and the Raiders at the at three and four. Like I could see I could see it breaking where the Raiders are the worst and the Broncos are third. But I think the char- I think the Chargers are on the upswing. I think they're they're gonna be competing big time in the next couple of years. They have too much talent, dude. Like Derwin, Derwin James, James is dude, back. As I was gonna yeah, say, Derwin James is Dude. That's funny. We both said him at the same time, yeah. I mean, like, there's guys like that where you're like, okay. And then and like, you get one healthy year out of Mike Williams to compliment Keenan Allen. God knows what's possible. There's no excuse because even if they have a running back and a receiver injured, they still have depth. And I think there's Austin no excuse. I think Austin Eckler. There's no excuse. I kind of have Austin Eckler right now as my third or fourth best fantasy running back. I kind of remember my fourth right he now. He is. And people are always worried about his durability. You got to put that to rest. Because he's played in the league now for four years. McCaffrey, he's durable. Okay, Christian McCaffrey is the consensus number one overall fantasy running back, and he's not a lot. He's not a for sure thing to fucking start every week. So everyone can fuck off with all their opinions for the most part, and except like us. Their... And the and, and you know yeah. what? You know his opinions are great too. Oh, my listeners, Justin. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. I got a listener email today, and I forgot to read it with Sean because he and I were kind of pressed for time, but we're not so much pressed for time. So can I read this email? Because it's from Phil, it. Phil Kramer, and Phil has been a great listener who's emailed a few times, and I always read his emails. Note to other listeners, send me emails. 
I will read them <laughs> as long as they're cool like Phil's are. Okay? And it doesn't take much to be Phil. It, it, I mean, it takes a lot to be Phil. He, he's, I'm sure he's, he, you know, he works hard every day of his life. Whatnot. He's a good dude. <laughs> but, like, so he says, hey, Scott, attended my first White Sox game in over two years last night. Chicago guy. And in the and during the fifth inning or so inning, I think Phil was probably drunk at this White Sox game. <laughs> not, if he doesn't remember, well, I wouldn't remember the exact inning of this kind of thing where they have an Italian beef race. So like Italian beef sandwiches. I didn't know that. Yeah, like you know how they have the sausage races and and but check this out. Yeah. It's digital, not live like the sausage race. So it's like on the scoreboard they got Do the Italian live, beef. Oh, yeah, they do okay. need. They need to get live Italian beefs because you can have one with the Jardinier, the hot. You can get one with the mild. You get one with the sweet. You get one with sweet peppers. You get one fully dipped. There's several ways to do the <laughs> fully Italian. Fully dipped? Yeah. <laughs> what does you that get, mean? Where they dump the whole thing in the fucking uh, in the au jus sauce. Before they I, do that? Yeah. Okay. Remember, how when I took oh, you, okay. remember when I took you to my Italian local Italian beef sandwich spot here in Vegas? And uh, I had us get them like hot and wet. That means they just. Oh yeah. That means they just poured the ajou on it. When, oh, okay. When you get a dip, they dip the whole thing in the ajou. Oh shit. Okay. Either way, it's delicious. I got, I I could just hot and wet. That sounds French. I bet air bear. If you're gonna do a hot and hot and dip, you got to be eating it there. So okay. Hot and wet's good to go because by the time you, you don't get, get home, that to go. Yeah, okay. it's for it to go like we did. It's better to get a hot and dip wet okay. because then it's, <laughs> but it's. It's good by the time you get home. All right? Okay. All right. But he says, Phil says, I think betting on objects of food competing with one another would be a really good DGEN betting opportunity. Thanks. Best, Phil. Now, I agree with Phil here. I think we need to be able to bet on food versus food more often. There's shows like Man versus Food, Man versus Beast. Um, you can bet on the hot dog eating contest. But, like, yeah. Can't we should be able to bet like what's better like a fucking uh like fucking Maryland crab cake or a fucking jalapeno <laughs> popper from TGI Fridays or some shit? <laughs> it sounds subjective. How do you bet on that? It seems like you can only have a eating like a well, it's like the Oscars quantity. You can bet on the Oscars. It's pretty subjective. You could bet on American politics, and God forbid that's the most oh, okay. horrible so trash bet. on the planet. You're out to dinner with a group of people, maybe six people, and you take a bet on a survey of how the survey is going to end up. Oh, of okay. which food? Oh, is so let's say. Oh, how about I'll give you one like, like for a movie. Do a screener, hundred people, then we bet on the surveys that those hundred people fill out. Okay. We're basically uh, inventing Family Feud and deciding <laughs> to add gambling to it. Yeah, let's add gambling to as many things as we can. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I think they need to bring back American Gladiators. Because mm. no, it's a it's... it's a bracket show, and bracket shows are all about gambling. Any kind of bracket, bam! I want to gamble on it. You, oh yeah, you give me fucking eight hobos from the fucking uh, train yard around the block from where I work. Put them, just line them up. In a bracket shape, I'm automatically <laughs> going to start gambling on those guys. I don't. They don't have to do anything. I'm just going to start. Oh, betting on we them. we just thought of bum fights. 
No. I said I see. I didn't want to try and invent bum fights there. I just they don't have to do anything. I'll bet on them if they just stand in a bracket format. Did my favorite which guy? Which guy like game? walks to the very end of the line? Oh, okay. <laughs> Did my favorite gladiator event was slam ball, where they just had like two trash bins, glorified trash bins, and you had to run around a gladiator and dunk the ball. Do you remember that? That was called Powerball, um, not Slam Ball. Oh, thank you. Whatever. Gladiator <laughs> expert over here, dude. Dude, you're, you are for, for the million, Yeah, I am. Because that was my favorite. For the millionth time, I'm going to plug in this show that this fall or uh, late fall or winter or early spring next year, you're going to see me on ESPN in the American Gladiators <laughs> 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're serious about that. You told me about that. Yeah, I'm in there. You're in it. Yeah. Yeah. I've said this okay. on. Clearly, you don't That's listen awesome. to the show because I no, say I it. Watch. It comes up almost every episode. <laughs> Are you behind the pyramid? Do you remember the period pyramid when they ran off the pyramid? And they were so oh high? yeah, dude. I remember it all, bro. <laughs> dude, dude, that that was the shit. Hey, because they have you. Know, do you have Pluto TV? It's a free app. You can watch it whenever. No, they've cop yeah, download and flop it. on it. Download they it. They've cop and flops. No, no. Download Pluto TV. It's free. Okay. Because they have a 24-hour American Gladiator channel on it. <laughs> they just run the seasons nonstop in order. Wow. And it's amazing because you get to see fucking, like, <laughs> dude, like, you'll see, like, dude make, Thunder. like, you see a dude make a sweet, like, three-episode run where you're like, this guy's looking pretty good. And then he, <laughs> he has to go up against one of these roided-out former bodybuilder NFL dudes that just fucking decap, like, his ACL just gets twisted six ways from Sunday. And, and then, then he get, and then a replacement comes in and wins it, like and takes his points and ends up winning the championship. And they're in shape too. They're like marathon runners. They're they're no slouches. Yeah, all the fucking there's gladiators, which are guys that got cut from NFL training camp and Venice Beach body bodybuilders. Okay, <laughs> and then there's contenders, which are twenty four hour fitness trainers, uh, cops, um, Marines. And like fucking uh, uh, marathon runners, like you said. So those guys get the shit kicked out of them pretty consistently by the bodybuilders and the former NFL guys because those guys do way more steroids than the cops and whatnot. So. Oh yeah, man. But I've been beaten up by cops on steroids in my past, but that's a whole <laughs> whole another episode. Um. <laughs> oh man, Justin, I love talking to you, buddy, dude, and I can talk football with you yeah, all man. day, every day. Anything you want to plug coming up? Uh, you want to tell us about your next uh, gallstone surgery or whatever? <laughs> no surgeries coming up, but follow me on Twitter, Justin Decker. Just Justin and, Decker. Uh, that's your name. Yeah, man, I got my name. I harassed this guy for about. You were at years. Justin underscore Decker. Yeah, yeah, and I har- they, This guy had it. It was like this uh, college baseball player. I forgot what called, but I said, "Dude, you're going nowhere." <laughs> I said, "You're going nowhere. Give me your Twitter handle." So you, he just gave up one day, and he so said, you right. trolled a young man into giving you, or was yeah. he older than you? What's the age? No, the age he gap? was younger than me. Yeah. Oh man, at the time, that's a power. And I got it, man. I wish I yeah. would have pulled him up like that because, like, dude, if you look at the timeline of the guy who set up the Scott Bowser account, it was like oh. three days before I set up my account. Oh no. And they haven't tweeted That's anything. They, I think they've only like retweeted a Dane Cook something or some shit. Like it's, it's really bad. Um, yeah, man. 
but but that's it. You know, just just go. Follow you on Twitter. Um, I follow you. I'm on excited Twitter. that you're playing golf now, man. We got to go golf. Yeah, dude. Uh, I ordered I've been taking lessons. I've been getting better. Well, I ordered a new set of clubs. Okay, and uh, they'll be they're in the mail. They're going to be here in the next like. By the end of September, it was kind of a special order that, but <laughs> I got what I wanted. That's the most important thing, right? Um, but I'm gonna get this public yeah. course three course membership, which is good for three places all within a 20 minute drive of me. One is a 10 minute drive, the other is a 15 minute drive. They're all pretty close. It's gonna and like each one has a different like like instructor every Saturday. And once I join oh, the membership, for, it's like 50 bucks a month, and I get free classes every Saturday morning with. At each place. So if I was like, oh, wow. I want to work on short game, I go to that one. If I want to work on drives that day, it's like that guy's over here or whatever. Like, wow. It was a rotating thing. Uh, unlimited range balls for 50 bucks a month. Wow. And plus I get discounts on rounds and occasional free. Like, I think I get a free round a week and then discounts the other times and discounts for my friends. You only have to go three times a month. If, you know, I just need to hit fucking three yeah. balls, you buckets a month at the range and I made my money. Yeah. Uh, That's pretty sweet, man. Also, maybe 10, you'll find 10, OJ out. 10% off at the bar at each of the courses. Wow. Shit, man. Nice. So I'm leaning into my 40s pretty hard, dude. Like, oh, you yeah. Know, you gotta, like, I'll bring my clubs the next time. I've said, I've said this on the show a few times now. It's like, if you live here for two years the way I have, you have three choices. You got to get really into either guns, dirt bikes, or golf. <laughs> and I chose golf. You chose the good one. Yeah, I chose the one. And dude, you saw. Uh, 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 I haven't said this on the show yet, but uh, dude, I thought you were gonna just grab a gun and say no. No, no, I got guns this. still, dude, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's plenty of there's plenty of gunsmithery around these parts. Um, no, I, I, dude, Jen, like, I came home from work yesterday, and because she kept saying I ordered you a present, but. I'm not telling you, and it'll be here soon. And I'm just like, I, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't need a present. I don't want a present. Like, don't do things for me like that. Like, it's not a holiday. It's not my birthday. Like, what the fuck? But then I come home, I was like, oh, my God. And I texted a picture to you and Sean, but it's like, dude, it's a UCLA putting green oh, yeah. that rolls out from my living room. It's badass. So I got a fucking full-on putting green. And it's also right in the spot, right in front of where I like to play video games. So the cup for the putting green also works as a beer holder. <laughs> Dude, like, that's great i got a new thing now no matter how drunk i get <laughs> i gotta make 20 putts a night before i go to bed on this thing wow okay nice you like that i like that yeah, yeah i got mine out too man yeah dude, dude. yeah it's great yeah golf's I work cool from home so i can fuck around on it. <laughs> yeah dude no we're turning into the guys we always wanted to be dude that fucking like look at me i'm joining a golf yeah. club bro that's great. See, that's why you yeah. should move. That's why I say you should move out here because you can work I from may. home. You, there's no state taxes. Yeah, I can. And you can join the three the three club uh, package that I have, and you and I can golf together. Like, we can play like 54 holes together a week at least. No, hey, I still could. I think about I mean, how much gambling that is if we're playing against each other that much. But, dude, I want to do DraftKings. They got to figure that shit out. No, they will because uh, you gotta figure it out. I, I figured out what the loophole is. Um, it's because that if you do DraftKings, um, right now DraftKings software is set up where anybody can sign up from any location. But Nevada law is if you're going to use an app that's gambling based here in this state, you have to sign up for it in person. 
So they need to work the kink around that, and that's going to happen soon because DraftKings already opening up sports books here in the thing. Um, but you also use a burner account, and like here's what I'm learning is replace DraftKings with like a hundred five dollar fucking best ball FFPC lineups, and just use that five hundred that you would have done on the whole season. I don't know, man. I I do like daily fantasy as long as I can do that, whatever it is. Yeah, it's okay. it's going to be happening soon, but I, I do think you would have fun out here because... Uh, I always well, have a line going. Well, here's the thing. is, it's just, I'm learning how cheap it is to be a fucking full-time golfer on the side out here, and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> but that, I can't believe... Dude, I probably should edit that stuff out, but I'm not. So I hope, I'm glad you guys all listened to the end. Uh, make <laughs> sure you follow the show at LuxStopsPod on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you go to our Twitter page because our pinned tweet... Is that my bookie promo code? So you click that and use the promo code LSH to make sure I get paid. Make put your deposit in. Take your free money on picks that we're giving out. I I, I like Javante. Like I said, I think the bet I like the most in this division this year is Javante Williams, offensive rookie of the year at twenty to one. I think that's a very fun. I like bet. that. I don't think they like uh, Melvin Gordon. They're kind of done with. I think the I, league may be done with. I think the league, yeah. I, 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 Javante Williams really brings something. He could be like, I think he could have one of those Clinton Portis type rookie years for them. Hopefully, he's a tough guy because I don't know how big he is, but I don't know. He's before, like 5'10, but... 215, 220. Like, that's, okay. dude, that's a shifty, yeah. good size for a guy with Gordon's speed. not a tough guy. Gordon's not tough. He's never going to be tough. He's not the guy. So, yeah, no, I, I really like that at 20 to 1. I think that's a fun play. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm a Steelers fan. I don't think Najee Harris is the best rookie running back this year. I think it's Javante, I think Javante Williams is the best opportunity, based on the way that offense is built. So I think the Steelers are going to really? throw to their. Well, I think the Steelers are better at wide oh, receiver yeah. and tight end. Wide not, receiver. They're going to throw it around a little more. There's going to be less opportunity for a r- rookie running back. But. This could be like Ben's last hurrah. Yeah, and, be throwing and, it around. Well, especially when it comes to red zone too, because like, look at you got it within the five with the Steelers. You're gonna to want to try and throw it to Chase Claypool at six foot five, six foot four in the red zone. You're gonna to want to throw it to one of those oh, big okay. tight ends. Yeah. Whereas with the Broncos, dude, the last thing they want to do is throw it to anybody with their quarterbacks when they're down to the, like that close. Yeah, so that's true. I can't argue with you there. I mean, I, I yeah. Why not, you pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got nothing. All right. Other well, than to say Keenan Allen could have Dude, hey man, best year. It's always fun bullshit and hanging out with you and uh <laughs> hopefully you and others will subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexapspot. See what I did there? Let's uh, do it. It's only five bucks a month. It's basically like buying me a beer once a month at the bar. And <laughs> I'm doing a Friday night light series this year. So Friday nights I'm gonna be giving out my weekly gambling picks that of it's not so much. Oh, here's what you guys all gotta do. I'm not. I'm not trying to hustle people with that with my pay picks. It's just if you want to know what I'm actually betting on that weekend, I'm gonna fucking go go over my entire sheet of all my bets and I'll give you exactly how much I'm putting on the stuff and I'll, I'll be very candid about it. But that is behind the paywall. So the more people that do it, the more the mm. bets go up. You see how that works? Okay. Damn, I like it. Yeah, it's a fun little hustle. <laughs> um. But thank you so much for everybody that fucking subscribes already. It helps to cover the, some of the overhead with the show. And uh, for those of you that have been signing up with the MyBookie link, keep it up. That's helping too. And if I get it. If you don't have money to get in on that kind of shit, give us a five-star review over at iTunes. 
or uh, you know, gloryhole.com, wherever you listen to the show. <laughs> um, and uh, leave a comment, you know, say like, hey, I, and if you disagree with me, leave it in the comments. I'll fucking read it on here. Email the show, here, the here podcast at gmail.com. I will read your emails. If you fucking say, Scott, you gave my team a raw deal. I will fucking own up to it and we'll talk. <laughs> so thank you so much, everybody. Justin, thank you. Say goodbye to you Anytime, off, off, man. Say goodbye to you off the air. And I'm going to say goodbye to everybody out there in internet land right now. Goodbye, everybody. Stay safe. Next up, SEC preview with Willie Hunter, Auburn fan. Give me fun times. He's a writer for the new head of a class reboot. I'm not going to ask him about his boss, Dan Schneider, being a famous pedophile. But we'll <laughs> see if I sneak it in. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>